0: Welcome to a recording of a short Bible-based talk from Hope Church Worcester. If you're in the area and you'd like to visit us, we would love to see you. We meet in our building called the Granary, which is located in the centre of Worcester. Well, I've just got a, a, basically a few things I want to say uh, this morning, share, and uh, then I want us to have a communion together as a, as a whole and uh, to... To, to meet with Jesus around the communion table. Um, but what I wanted to look at this morning was to encourage us to be outward-looking and to build, really, on what Tom was saying last week. You know, I don't know whether you were encouraged by what Tom said last week? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. And, um, you know, I'm not, uh, this isn't knocking too but uh, Tom, but, you know, what he was saying wasn't anything new, but what he was saying was authentic. Okay, and you could see that in him. And that's one thing I want us to touch on today, about being authentic, folks, Uh, because in some respects I think we've been asleep. I'm not talking Hope Church, but I'm talking us culturally in the UK as believers. And it's time for us to wake up and be authentic, okay? Wow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah brilliant I can see the enthusiasm but it's well you know that's that's what I wanted to encourage us to do this morning so I'm, I'm reading John 12 20 to 26 let me just read this to you okay and um, when, when I read the Bible uh, you get people who say the best or oh, their best favorite bit of passage and I always find my favorite bit is a bit I've just read okay and and I, I encourage you just to get into the Word of God and, uh, and digest it, feed on it. And uh, I've been looking at John, the Gospel of John, John chapter 12, 13 and 14, and it's, it is amazing. Anyway, let me just read this out to you. Now, uh, Jesus had just healed Lazarus, and um, uh, it, it, just after that it says this. Now, among those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks... So these came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Uh, Philip went and told Andrew. Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world, will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honour him. Okay. So that's what we're going to have a little look at. Now, I've I've, uh, been to many different churches in my short life. And um, I've been to, uh, brought up in a more reformed church, and uh, I've had uh, lots of influences from the Brethren church, if you like. And I'm in a, a more charismatic church now. And when you would read a passage like this, it, uh, and we're talking about serving and following, it, it conjures up some things in me, okay? And um, because I don't want this to be about law. And this isn't about works, OK, which in some respects can be a little bit my upbringing. And I'm not knocking any, any people in this. You've got to understand this. But also, you know, in, in more charismatic churches, we can be about, more about self. OK? So I want to say to you, nobody's got these passages sorted unless you're a true follower and authentic with Jesus, Okay, And that's where I want us to be today, Okay, because as I'm, as I'm reading this and looking at this, I just want us to be conscious of, of these things, folks, because we can all get this wrong, Okay, and it's important to get it right, and we won't get it right all the time. I want to tell you, you're not right a lot of the time, but Jesus is, and that's where we've got to be at. So I just thought I'd share that with you, and um, um, so this isn't about law, it's not about works, but it is essential. These things about you dying, and serving and following are essential. Okay, they can't be messed around with. It's what it's all about. Okay, and it's about us being authentic. So, in the Gospel of John here, uh, where you know this is chapter 12, uh, John focuses on eight main miracles, and he also talks about a number of "I am" statements that back up those a lot of those miracles. Okay, and um, often the reasoning of the miracle is greater than the miracle itself, okay? Feeds the 5,000, I am the bread of life. That statement in itself is far deeper and greater than the miracle that Jesus did, okay? And far-reaching, okay? So, so it, when Jesus was on this earth, it was about words, and it was about action, okay? It was a fulfilling of the words he was saying, yet later on in that same chapter it says though we had done many signs before them they still did not believe in him they still did not believe in him amazing miracles amazing words yet they did not believe in him okay and i want i want us to take notice of that okay because in the in the charismatic circles we can be really into healings and miracles we are on dodgy ground now, aren't we? <laughs> and and that's absolutely true. Okay, that's 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 what we should be about. But I want you to check your emphasis, because the emphasis is about Jesus and the cross. Okay, and everything flows from that. Okay, it's interesting. Last week when uh, Tom was talking about uh, Simon, okay, and how I, I talk. I'll park that, we're coming back to that a bit later okay? but, but how we how we, we, we love other people and in that we will see miracles happen okay? but it's about the cross the cross is the important thing and I tell you what when, you, when we look at that we will see the miracles, so Jesus said to these, these people who wanted to see him the Greeks that wanted to see him, those who weren't part of the uh, children of Israel you can't see me yet but the hour is coming when you will see me. Okay? And what was that all about? Was Jesus just being a bit off? No, he's talking about the cross. And after the cross, you will see me. Okay? You want to see Jesus? Get to the cross. Get to the cross. Don't be arrogant. Don't be self. Get to the cross. And from there, that's why we're going to have communion together, folks. Okay? And we're not going to go to different tables. I'm not against that. Oh, my goodness, I'm in trouble. But I want us to do it together together as a whole, where we can pray in the Spirit together and encourage one another in the cross of Jesus and the resurrection. Oh, no. Blumenhack, heck, who said that? <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, because what it talks about here, it says, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. You know, Jesus was saying at the first miracle to his mum, my hour has not yet come. So the cross is solely what Jesus came here for. That was what it was about. Okay, All these, all these other things were re- are really important, but Jesus' sole reason for coming here was the cross, was the death and the resurrection. Okay, And I'm saying these things, and you've heard them many times. But what did Jesus go to the cross for? He went to the cross so he could be glorified. What does glorified mean? It's transformation, isn't it? For him, it's a transformation, the glory of God. The glory of God. And that's what I want to see. Okay? And we can't see Jesus till he's been glorified. Okay? And, uh, we, you know, and as I was looking at this, you know, at Good Soil, some of you may not know, I, I work a, for a charity called Good Soil. We do lots of work with people who are homeless, and all that sort of stuff and we've got a farm project and uh, we've got three polytunnel four polytunnels and one polytunnel is our propagation tunnel okay and in there we've got a we've got um, we've got a um, polystyrene box right and it's full of seeds okay and those seeds are not even worth a penny each okay they're little little dots of nothing and, and yet, when you come, if you come to Good Soil in August, you will see an abundance that's come from that box. OK? So if I said to you, it is a tomato seed, it might be worth 0.2p. OK? But come, come September, it, that seed will become probably a, an eight-foot plant producing in the region of somewhere of hundred, hundred and fifty tomatoes. And that's the glory of God. Why is that the glory of God? Because you can't do it. <laughs> but he can. And every time we farm, that's, that's a miracle. And when you eat your meals, I'm afraid you're disconnected to what's really happened. You think your food comes from Tesco's or Audi. Okay. <laughs> but in fact, everything you eat is a miracle and the glory of God. Okay? And we want to see more of that glory. Okay? And it's 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 seeds not worth a penny become plants, become fruit, become life. And you know what? Jesus was talking about the hour that was coming, his purpose. And why did he say that hour was coming? because that's what he was about. And when I read this, I don't read about law. You read some of those, Those um, even at the, the, the uh, death of uh, Lazarus, you see the, emo- and afterwards you see Jesus cried out. That was an emotional appeal. This isn't Jesus, oh, you've got to do this, got to do that. But it's, 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 it's his emotion. He's wanting to connect with people. So, folks, when I say, when we read the Bible and we hear the words of believe, repent, obedience, submission, follow... You know, in some respects, you can think, oh, I've got to believe, I've got to repent, I've got to do all these things. But those things are effects of meeting Jesus at the cross. Okay? Why do, I, why do I repent? It's because I've met Jesus, I've had communion with him at the cross, and that's why I believe. And I want to be obedient, because that's where I'm coming from. Okay? So those things aren't law... We must do, but they're a result of us meeting with Jesus. These Greeks, can we see Jesus? No, not yet. But when I'm glorified, you can. Okay? Oh, that's exciting, isn't it? Okay? So everything flows from that. I haven't told you anything new here, have I? But we need to remind ourselves. Because we we don't do that. We don't do that. And it's about encountering Jesus. OK, it's not a little rhyme for you. It's not Laurie, but his glory. glory. Okay? I thought of that this morning. Okay, Not Laurie, but glory. OK, do you like that? OK, if you forget anything else. OK, so I, I, I want us to be authentic Christians. OK, so when we're talking about authentic Christians, we've got to lose our lives. Because Jesus went to the cross, and he said, follow me, and we've got to come after him. Okay? All right, and when, when it says that, whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Those first two lives, the, the, far, the last life in that is a different word to those other two. Sometimes the English language is a bit limited. Okay? Okay? Okay, the first two refer to the natural, material man living on a lower plane. Eternal life is absolute sense and fullness of life in Jesus. It's living on a higher plane, and I don't mean that, I don't mean that arrogantly, but it's living on a higher plane and receiving from Jesus. Okay, you can look at the Greek, I won't give you the Greek because I can't pronounce the things. Okay. But I, I want you to live in the spiritual realm and not the natural realm. And can I say, the material realm has crept into the church, and it's making us powerless. Okay. And we're letting the world influence us rather than others influence the world. Okay. All right. And then he comes out with some words later. And if anybody serves me, whoa, oh, serves me. Oh dear, I could go on about serving, okay? Later on, Jesus says that word about serving, then he goes and washes his disciples' feet, okay? He goes and washes his, he takes the place of a slave, the lowest place, right? Self-emptying, listen to this, in their highest interest, okay? So when what, we what, were singing those songs about lift Jesus higher, I totally agree with that. But I'm telling you, why don't you lift him high, you've got to take yourself down. <laughs> because sometimes we're puffed up and we're thinking, we've got, to, we've got to sort these issues out, folks. We've got to take the lowest place at some points. And I'm not talking law in that. I'm talking when you meet Jesus at the cross, that's the position you want to take. Because that's the position that Jesus took. <clears throat> okay? Interesting. Go back to Simon. Sorry, Simon, I'm using it. I only nicked it from Tom last week. But when he was talking about about his dad creating a party for Simon, he had Simon's interest. And sometimes we can serve out of our own interest. Oh, oh man. Yes, let me do this. Okay, later on in that same passage, it talks about the glory of man. That's why people didn't believe, because they went to the glory of man rather than the glory of of God. Okay, you serve, it's not about you. Bill, when he did that, it was about Simon. It wasn't about Bill. Okay, and things happened. Okay, when you serve, it's not about you. Jesus took the lowest to bless the disciples. Think about that when you serve, if you do serve. Because I want to say some of the enemies some of the enemies are serving leadership oh now we're on <laughs> okay okay you know Paul what did he say I'm a servant of Christ okay I'm hearing it in churches well, I'm, a, I'm not a leader these days I'm a senior leader I tell you what that does something in me that does I don't like it Jesus calls us to serve okay get up here and say I'm a servant okay I'm a servant I, I used to go to a conference where I used to see some speakers speakers it was camping it was a bit it was a bit uh, bog standard and I used to see some of the, the the preachers cleaning the toilets That had a real effect on me that did I thought wow these blokes aren't untouchable Cleaning my toilet. <laughs> well, it wasn't my, yeah. <laughs> okay. But I, I just I just see the, the servant heart, okay? And it's you know, folks, this is another thing that we, we talk about serving within the church. And there's there's nothing, I'm, I'm not arguing about that, but serve outside it. <coughs> You've got to serve outside the church, okay. What are you doing outside? Look and serve. Take the place of Jesus and start doing stuff. Okay, look outwardly, not looking inwardly. Let's not get too organised. <laughs> I love saying that. People think I'm chaotic. and it's, <laughs> I, do, I don't mind organisation, it's good. But don't be too organised. Because you organise Jesus out of it. Okay? Look at this, Matthew 20. Let me just read this. having an argument about who should sit at the right hand, but Jesus said to them, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles, talking about the Greeks earlier on, aren't we, the same people? Know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you. Whoever would be great among you must be your servant. Okay? A servant of Jesus. Jesus there Washed the disciples' feet, tied a, a towel around him, okay, and became became a servant. And uh, he knotted it. And that had a big big effect on Peter, because Peter later on says, you know, Peter was reluctant to, to, to receive that from Jesus. But later on in his epistles, he talks about humbling yourself. Okay? Probably the one one of the biggest. I have to say I probably wouldn't have liked Peter, he'd have got on my nerves, he's a bit full of himself and I would have, we could have clashed, but see what happened to that bloke, he was changed by Jesus and the cross, humble yourself, God resists the proud, Peter is basically saying he resisted me Jesus because of my pride, (laughs) but when I humbled myself, I saw amazing, I saw the glory of God. Okay. Okay, last week, um, also, so we talk about serving, we talk about following, following me. And, uh, you know, last week, in, uh, we, we had a couple of words I shared about, um, in, uh, you know, the, in Father's Health, there are many rooms. And Tobin came on to say about, you know, I go to prepare a place. You know, Jesus was going to the cross, and we must follow. We must follow. They've got to die, folks. You've got to die. To see the glory of God. Okay. And you know I, I, I think I've said this to you before, but I, I used to do a bit of police surveillance when I was in the Old Bill. And uh, it was a bit of exciting work, that was. So you'd, there'd be a team of six of you, follow, follow, um, follow some drug dealers some burglars around and stuff like that. And it was hard work. And the, 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 hard, the hardest thing about it was it wasn't my life. The bloke we were following went to pee. I went to pee. He caught the bus, I caught the bus. And it, you just realised your life is not your own. I thought, wow, what are you doing? Well, I'm, I, we, there's six of you. You have to have, keep the eyeball on this, this bloke or lady or whoever it was. And there was panic if you lost them. Do we panic if we lose Jesus? Or can we even tell? Okay. Because Jesus is saying, I take you to myself. I take you to myself. Follow me. And, uh, you know, just this verse from Isaiah 6 says, Thus says the Lord stand by the roads and look and ask, ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and walk in it, and find rest for your souls. What I'm talking about here is nothing new. The paths have been trodden by many, many faithful servants for years and years. <laughs> and in some ways, we've we've we're not taking the path today. <laughs> but it's there. It's been done by hundreds and thousands, millions of people before. And I want to encourage you to take the path. You know, that word that Rachel gave this morning to people, okay, about our, our culture. Our, our our English culture. I want to tell you to to leave that because follow the kingdom culture that will bring those things that she's talking about. Okay? And I say that because we've all got to do the same, leaving our culture and following the kingdom culture. Okay? And it's, it's radical, okay, following those ancient paths, So, following as well. And we need need one another. We need the community to encourage one another in that. Okay? Because when we say that God said to me, I mean, God wants to say through community, folks. It's not, God won't speak to you all the time to you, it'll be often through other people. Okay? God spoke to Rachel this morning, not about Rachel, but about other people. Okay? That's a word. Grab hold of it. You've got a choice of whether you take it whether you take it or whether you don't, whether you follow him or whether you don't. And we need more of that. You know, when you go into chapter 14, it talks about the Holy Spirit. Don't be orphans. Don't be orphans. Don't have an orphan spirit. But by his spirit, let him lead you. Let him lead you. Okay? And, you know, I, I, I want us to encourage us to be... To be uh, To be people of words and action. Okay? Let's not be consumed by church inwardly. We're not a machine. We're a living organism, but we need to get out. We need to get out and need to get people, if you like, in and part of the family, because they will change you. Okay? And boy, you need changing. Okay? If you ever if you ever look at the genealogies, most boring part of the Bibles, okay? Horrific, aren't they? But do you know what? If you look at those, there's every now and again, there's a rogue woman that comes in, <laughs> OK? All right? Got Rahab, Tamar, and they are needed to change you and keep the bloodline pure, OK? If you don't have new people come in to change us, we go, we go weird. We really do. So outreach is not for saving others. It's for you. Or else you will turn into a weirdo. <laughs> you, you will do. I promise you. You will do. And you will become stale and, and religious. And why? Because there will be no glory. Because you don't want to die to yourself. And you're seeking the glory of man rather than the glory of God. And that's why church can be Powerless useless a club and Jesus is dying for us to follow him in that path that we may see his glory and he's inviting you There's an invite this morning please don't walk away from that invite grab hold of it and start that journey start that dying of that seed to become a tomato plant and produce fruit okay because if we don't we miss the glory we miss the transformation we miss the fruit we become a club which is pretty enough and I'll be honest I don't want to be in a club okay I've got other things to do and I'm not saying I'm not pointing that on (coughs) us that we are do you know what I mean but I'm just stirring us up in that learn to die learn to die for yourself okay Okay, I was uh, I was, I was thinking about the uh, I was thinking about the you, you know the ladies who are, are babies. I was thinking about that, and uh, you think, oh, Beth Darks just had a baby. Okay, what do we do when we don't recognise a name, or it's somebody outside the church? What do we do then? That's when we should be more active. Forget Beth, she's in a kingdom. <laughs> let's, sorry, Beth, I was only joking then. But, but let's, let's, let's look out. Let's, let's start blessing people. Let's start doing stuff, OK? Let's start dying to, to our rituals and being open, OK? We hope you enjoyed the talk. Further information about Hope Church can be found at www.hope church.org.uk Thank you for listening.